This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. Welcome to Declare Your Independence on the Free Talk Live Network. It's time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember... I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! No fear here on Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, and another unfeared individual, Mr. Doug Casey. Doug Casey, the international man, internationalman.com. He has some strong opinions and has had for many decades, and he's been very successful financially. A lot of people follow him, and you want to you want to know what's up around the world, check out the international man. More with Doug Casey right now. I understand that. I'd like to destroy the state because the state as an entity is the most dangerous and evil single thing on the planet. I'd like to destroy it. So some people would say I'm evil for having that that feeling. <laughs> Listen, I even believe in hate speech, Ernie. Uh, I think hate speech is a good thing. Why? Because when somebody uh, talks hate speech, it's great. I can know what's on his mind. I can know who I'm dealing with. Suppressing hate speech uh, means that the, you don't really know who you're dealing with. So I have all kinds of views that are at odds with the population at large. I'm, um, I'm thinking that there is a future that can be filled with an enlightenment of us understanding. You know, uh, I, I, I give you an example. There was a, um, only in the last few decades have we even contemplated, talked about, understood sociopathic tendencies in people as a physiological thing. You know, four or five percent of the people, their their brain just does not, their little kids are ripping wings off flies or kicking puppies or whatever the heck, and they grow up to be serial killers and so on, but... It's um, just physiological. The fact that we even realize that, that we've learned that, that we can actually brain scan and see it. You know, that these people, they're different. They're different. They're different. And then a lot of that can be created. I'm sure, you know, circumstances will get, make you whatever. But some of it's just physiological. They're they're with us. I'm, I'm sure they have some role in society. I mean, they're warriors or they're, you know... 
I don't know, first responders that don't sit there and cry and break down over every dead body they got to get over to save somebody or something like that. There may be some benefit to it, but I sure as hell don't want to give them a gun and a badge. I mean, I don't want to do that. So, no. Yeah, no, you so, don't. So, so this is why we create governments is to protect us against these guys. And then they, every time they take over those positions, it just happens. You get someone like, I want to get your opinion of Elon Musk. Elon Musk, you know, most now the most wealthy guy on the planet. I want to save humanity because I'm going to save humanity and clean up the environment and provide yada, 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 yada. And um, I'm inspired by a lot of what he does. We, you know, uh, follow a, a lot of... Uh, his innovations and so on, but someone like that to come out and advocate for being good. I don't know. What do you think? You know, is Elon a good guy, bad guy? It's going to go bad, going to go good. What do you think? I think he's a good guy for several reasons. <clears throat> All the indications of what he says uh, seem to me that he's a person of goodwill uh, towards other humans. Number one. Number two. He's very productive and creative. He's doing things that are increasing the amount of real wealth in the world and will act to improve the standard of living of everybody uh, so that uh, whether it's on a personal level or a business level, he seems like a great guy. Unlike most of these other billionaires uh, who are, most of them are neutral at best, and some of them like Zuckerberg and probably Bezos are, you know, they... They, they seem like, you know, they they they, they seem like reptiles. Uh, quite frankly, uh, yeah. So I'm all for Elon. Yeah, I'm. I'm you know, I, a lot of people criticize. Oh, you you must fanboy, you know. And I'm going, nah, not really. You know, I. Um, well, so- look, he he bought he bought uh, what was that? Twitter. And he fired 95% of the scum right. that were floating on top of his pond. I mean, that was bold and necessary and excellent. I mean, that, that, that place was woke central, and he got rid of them all. So, I mean, that's another indication that he's a good guy. You know, one thing that, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll work with you on, you know, uh, a presence on work. We're off air. We were, Doug and I were talking about some stuff, but the... Um, X is a an example of what can be done, but after the Revolution in 08 and 09, you know, because of course we were heavily involved with the Revolution and you know all that, we were targeted. I mean, you could see it. And I go, if they, if they, them, those can, they are. You know that here they come. So you can see when someone like Russell Brand come up, I I was a I was a fan of Russell Brand early on because I could see that he wants to be socialist, commie, whatever. I don't give a crap. That wasn't the point. It was that he understood it had to be decentralization down to the community, the individual. You had to be able to have the freedom to pick your own whatever the heck it is you wanted to do, and 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 just think differently to do something different. I mean, you'll just be different, you know, whatever. So I'm going. Yeah, yeah they're not going to allow this. They can't. 
You know, this is that right there is a very dangerous thing. As dangerous as Joe Rogan might be or Tucker or something like that, they weren't espousing what Brand was. Brand was different. He's, we're analyzing these guys are scumbags, and we need to have the freedom of choosing not them, you know, or something else. They don't want you thinking something else, not unless it comes out of, you know, Madison Avenue or something. So, I agree. Russell Brand and Tucker and uh, Alex Jones and... Uh, all these guys, they're on the right side of the barricades. So I like them all. Yeah, one thing, it, it's its amazing how abrasive Alex Jones was, has been. And from my experience, he had a big impact on young men. You know, it was like from 15 to 20, whatever. And then, you know, the women and Donna, she's constantly on InfoWars for whatever reason, you know. And it's, um, I, I can see... The positive signs of humanity waking up, being interested in the right things, learning. But, um, you know, everybody has their own style and so on. And I'm not so worried about, you know, uh, how you get the information. You know, just, you know, think. Oh, my God. How about thinking? I vote thinking. You know, let's think. And so there's a lot of positive signs for what's going to come in the future. But... My concern was I could see when Facebook and Twitter and uh, YouTube and so on, after the revolution in 09, going into the 12 campaign with Ron Paul, that they were controlling the information. They had to get control. And anyone that had to influence. There was this one. This is give you a good example. There was a guy. I didn't know who the heck he was. He was some gamer guy to play games online. His name was PewDiePie. And he just nothing. He's just a guy, very popular, had 60 million, you know, subscribers, and it shot up to over 100, whatever. They then those, hey, you're on our side, or you're not going to be able to anything. You got to, you got to, you you must choose wisely. And he's like, nah, I don't care. Oh, no, you're not allowed to do that. And you can see the same thing is done with politicians, businessmen, Hollywood, celebrities, athletes. It's that they're selected. And it might have something to do with this Jewish thing, too, you know. But the um, but they're selected in order. You can be very successful, even though you may be talented. There's plenty of talented people out there. But there's a lot of other people as or more talented, but they're not as controllable. We need to whatever have... Ha- whatever, whatever happened to PewDiePie, incidentally? I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. You know, well, what I remember was... Uh, he was going to go to Spotify or something. He's going to leave YouTube. And then they said, wait, 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 wait. They made a deal with him. You know, they did some kind of deal. And then he kind of went away. So I don't remember. You know, but. Well, listen, I, I, I understand that he was making about $10 million a year. Multiply that by several years. <clears throat> he's fine. He's got fuck you money. Right. So uh, maybe he's in a position where he doesn't have to get involved with any of these people. And I know you had trouble, Ernie, but believe it or not. I, I've been I've been so lucky. I mean, nobody's bothered me, quite frankly. Really. I say what I want. Yeah. yeah. I what I want on all kinds of platforms. And you know, I I've, I've never been bothered by the uh the uh black riders of Sauron. Well, maybe that day will come. I don't want to I don't want to uh tempt fate, but uh it's active. You know, maybe, maybe just a fickle finger of fate was pointing at you at that moment. 
I mean, oh, it's it not just of- me. Yeah. No, it was it was the entire Lovolution activist, any and everybody of you can't and you're not allowed and you're well, it's exactly what happens to a lot of these guys, why they go over to Spotify, why they go over to Rumble, why they go go over to these things. And once I saw it, you know, just from experience as an activist since the late eighties, I knew if they can, they are, you know. So we focused, we spent a lot of resources and time on platforms and demonstrating it. Like this show that we do now will get loaded up as an mp4 onto interplanetary file sharing ipfs it can't be deleted it can't be edited it can't be censored and you know what's its reach whatever the people want to share it's going to be there forever and always amen well what we did is we wanted to make sure that when i do do a show and they want us to load it on everything especially when we're doing the bus you know we have starlink now so that makes it a lot better which is you know technology that i was waiting on and um so we would thank have you thank you elon musk incidentally absolutely amen brother so what happens is when you go to put it on rubble and bit shoot and you know and uh youtube and you're doing that you're watching these spinning wheels forever then it doesn't load you gotta redo it and you know my wife wants to divorce me she's like oh hell no i am so sick of doing this so what we wanted to do is be able to load it up one time on our own server and then there's companies and other in the liberty space that would take that file and then they propagate it they'll put it on rubble they'll put it on you so we had to create that to where we can load content providers load one time and then it's put on these different platforms well when they were all getting censored and deplatformed and they have union of the unwanted you know uh videos and everything i'm going look you guys don't get you 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 keep you quit you keep begging these people to to promote but they don't want to promote. They're, they're not doing it right. You know, pick us. You're doing it wrong. I'm going, they're going to do what they want to do. I, FYI. I mean, the old guy here is going to tell you that's what's going to happen. So what happened is it started working. It started becoming a thing. So now there's entire businesses that are there for content providers to put them up, and then it gets propagated using the mechanism that we developed. And it was only because we had an understanding of a simple thing. I go, it's ones and zeros. That's it. I just want to put ones and zeros over here, take them, repopulate. I don't have to sit there and watch spinning wheels for every platform all the time. And I want to have the source file to where they can't delete it. How hard is this? I'm not the technology guy, but I knew guys that were, and eventually it developed, and we kept working on it. It took years. I mean, it's been years for us doing that, but it's got to the point that now it's time. They can't stop it. So now we have it to where I'm willing, now that we got that developed, developed, that now we can go ahead and start. You know, And the first one I wanted to do was... X and Rumble, and the reason was because Rumble's been holding back on them trying to cancel um, Russell Brand, and X because Musk came out and tell him you go fuck yourself, and I'm like, woo, that's good. No, go fuck yourself. Am I clear? I think I am. Am I clear? And I'm like, you the man. All right. That was, that was wonderful. That was wonderful when Elon did that. But well, of course, there are many paths up the mountain. But Ernie, I've I've got to walk a different path at this point i have to i have to sign off thanks for spending time with me man we got our hour in you know this is uh you know i i just i just feel better talking to you because i know you just kind of got a clear vision of what's going on but what do you you know before you leave just tell the people 
what do you think uh, into 24, the election cycle, where we're going to be as humanity, not just America, but, I mean, is there an enlightenment coming and a, a future of abundance, or is it going to be death, night, and destruction? Well, like I said, the ascent of man has been going on for 10,000 years, more or less, and that will continue. But I think we're going to have a hiatus, and I hope the hiatus is only the rest of this decade or so. But um, there's no telling. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here on my farm in Uruguay, pretty insulated from all the uh, nonsense of the rest of the world. Like, it's free entertainment for me. Uh, Big screen TV watching the world. Doug Casey. Go. Oh, and I had up here, um, it looks like Casey Research now goes to uh, LegacyResearch.com. Is that you? Uh, no. Uh, if people want to get in touch with me, they can reach out to me at internationalman.com. International Man, okay. Internationalman.com. Or go to my channel where it's called Doug Casey's Take. Or I really recommend people buy uh, the novels that I've written with John Hunt. Uh, they're really quite good. So. Yeah, I know you like to, you get to, you get to express yourself fully in the novel. <laughs> You can say things in a novel that you can't say uh, in, in other media. Yeah, exactly. Doug Casey, international man, thank you very much for coming on. And um, uh, I'll get the, that email to you here directly as soon as we hang up. Okay, much appreciated, Ernie. Well, we'll talk again sometime soon, I hope. Soon, soon, soon. Thanks, Doug. Peace, brother. Have a good one. Well, wasn't that a treat starting off 2024? The international man, Doug Casey, Doug, C-A-S-E-Y. You put that in a search engine and you'll find out why he knows what he knows. And uh, it's it's such a privilege and an honor for him to be able to come and spend time with me pretty much whenever I ask. You know, he's been a really good friend over the decades and um, a, a good touchstone if you really want to know what's going on. But he deals on a much higher level than me. <laughs> I'm poor. <laughs> he not. But the we have the same mission. And uh, we overlap a great deal and have a lot of common friends. But um, his perspective of, you know, I, you know, it's time to we've done everything we can i've warned as many people as much as possible he writes novels he really gets to express himself in his novels you know things you can say that you can't normally say anywhere else but he puts it in his novels so i think he sees humanity marches on and and in the long run we're going to be fine but there are periods of oh my goodness and 2024 is one of those periods oh we're going to continue this evening's infotainment you know with uh james corbett james corbett and i had a conversation just a few days ago uh, along the same lines of 2024 and it was very inspiring we went into it both he and i you know normally do our 2024 predictions of oh my god here here it comes you know more you know the bad guys being bad and um i i really i i don't i don't like that I, it, it puts you in a dark place of all the stuff there's but it's a sign of what's coming. There's light that's created, you know, in, in the darkness. It's so dark, and all of a sudden somebody lights a candle, and boom! You know, I, I remember 
when I was a kid, probably like 12 years old or something, my parents took me and my two sisters, uh, younger sisters, to uh, Carlsbad Caverns, and they make a big deal out of this. They they turn off all the lights, and they have a big amphitheater-type thing inside the cavern you know, before they start the tour, and they, they get it all dark, and, you know, little kids, you know, oh, I don't know about this, and um, they light a candle, and then all of a sudden, Boom! You just see this enormous cavern. It's like an arena, you know, lit up enough. I mean, you can see how, you know, cavemen at least, you know, got to know where their sleeping spot was. But um, it's it's all it takes is a little bit of light. You just shed a little light. But the point that I'm making is it's going to be a lot of people shedding a little bit of light and illuminate a lot of it's I'm I'm very optimistic. And this conversation with James Corbett kind of highlighted that as we started and we started talking and it got to it was really good information in there and we both left recharged with a, a new mission and things that we inspired each other to do, and I wanted to share it with you because it had a big impact on me for what's going to be happening and the optimism that I have for the abundance that's coming. And it's there's going to be definite signs of here we go in 2024. So you expect to enjoy James Corbett and Ernest Hancock when we come back in the next segment. Uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what readers of FreemansPhoenix.com get every day. Readers of FreemansPhoenix.com are constantly provided the information that detail the real news between the lines of propaganda about government policies and the true relationship we all have with coercive governments. Learn the true condition of our economy, innovations and technological breakthroughs in energy, health, computer science, and space travel. Learn the truth well before it's admitted to in the lamestream media, the media that is so last century. Corporate media has evolved into nothing more than distributors of government propaganda. But we now have a fantastic alternative. FreedomsPhoenix.com provides constant news updates on the issues that affect our lives in the most important ways. Our liberty and our property are under constant attack. And FreedomsPhoenix.com provides an understanding behind the propaganda while encouraging the participation of our readers. Join us at FreedomsPhoenix.com. That's Freedoms with an S, Phoenix.com. FreedomsPhoenix.com, where the revolution between the ears has already been... The Matrix is a system, Neil. That system is our enemy. When you're inside, you look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters, the very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. Were you listening to me, Neo? Or were you looking at the woman in the red dress? I was... Look again. Who is it? What are they? Sentient programs. Anyone we haven't unplugged is potentially an agent. Inside the Matrix, they are everyone... And they are no one. They are guarding all the doors. They are holding all the keys, which means that sooner or later, someone is going to have to fight them. Someone. I won't lie to you, Neil. Every single man or woman who has stood their ground, everyone who has fought an agent has died. But where they have failed, you will succeed. Why? Their strength and their speed are still based in a world that is built on rules. Because of that... They will never be as strong or as fast as you can be. What are you trying to tell me? That I can dodge bullets? 
No, Neo. I'm trying to tell you that when you're ready, you won't have to. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from wallofire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Wallofire.com. USA News Update. Getting preliminary details now about a reported plane crash off the coast of California. Reports indicate a plane went down in Half Moon Bay at around 7.15 p.m. local time yesterday. The U.S. Coast Guard, California Highway Patrol, and local fire crews responded. Still not clear what kind of plane it was or how many people may have been aboard or injured. Republican White House hopeful Ron DeSantis says Biden administration border policy should be blamed for tragedies that happened there. There is recent reporting about immigrants who died trying to swim across the Rio Grande River. Texas state officers prevented federal officers from rendering them aid. The federal government down there has frustrated uh, Texas's attempt to try to get people not to come across the border. DeSantis on CNN's State of the Union Sunday. The U.S. Justice Department asking the U.S. Supreme Court to order Texas to stop blocking Border Patrol agents from the area. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. That's 800-430-1891. One eight nine one. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. 
Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. There are those that just want to be left alone and those that just won't leave them alone. Which one are you? The Ernest Hancock Show. Welcome back to Declare Your Independence with me, Ernest Hancock, on the Free Talk Live Network. We just finished up a great conversation with Doug Casey. That was enlightening and enjoyable. And I wanted to share for the rest of the show a conversation I just had a few days ago, the 10th of January, 2024, with James Corbett. We've been doing the show every other week for years, and uh, we always do a beginning of the year about this time, uh, you know, here it comes, you know, this next year, what we can expect. And 2024 is kind of a dark, you know, predictions of dang, you know, but with that comes a lot of great stuff. I mean, it, it's kind of like a catalyst for things that we're seeing happening. And by the end of the show, we found ourselves in a good place. And I wanted to share it with you. Enjoy. Mr. James Corbett. Good afternoon, James. Yeah, what is time is it there now? It is 10... 10- 15 in the morning as we're talking really okay well we're yeah. late, so damn okay so we're like seven eight hours difference all right i um james and i got the yakking a little bit before the show just let him know what's going on and uh there's so much stuff happening and it goes like this this is how i want this show to go i i, I got james all caught up on all the you know kick-ass stuff that's happening but once i start talking then you don't get to talk to james but this is uh the he understands my mindset now the mindset is I'm sitting here ready and get my it's dark and doomsday right in prediction 2024 of oh my god okay then I get you know the Houthis in Iran is starting to send missiles on in the Straits of and we're getting and yeah I don't care okay the thing is is that all this what it has done it has created a massive blowback. And the blowback is not just from little mom and pa or even people that went to J6 or people that are voting MAGA or people that are... It's billionaires, it's industry, it's companies, it's general public opinion, it's people that have capability. And the biggest thing that I see is the one thing that created James Corbett. Communication. Mm. It was the ability... For individuals, it's printing press, it's internet, it's whatever it takes for individuals to be able to communicate thoughts and ideas that appeal to a mass market. And freedom is popular. Now, I went through this so much in dealing with the Libertarian Party in the 90s and early 2000s and so on. And hopefully they're getting better, but by now it doesn't even matter, you know. Because what's happened is they go, well, freedom's not that popular. you got to go along, get along, get kind of in brass ring, get a turn if you're corrupt enough to be whatever the hell. And a lot of us just knew that was not going to be a longevity strategy. This is, Are you freaking kidding yeah. me? Shut up and go be a consultant somewhere else, okay? Or <laughs> I'm not going to be there and it doesn't matter. Yeah. What I've been inspired by the things that I talked with James here a little bit, and he can mention it if want, but I, once we go down that road, it doesn't matter. It's not the point. There is so much 
from so many places, with so many resources, with so many talented people at their disposal, and so much that James and I and a lot of us and people that we've interviewed have done that is coming to bear. Coming to bear on what? An ideology, a philosophy, you know, support of. And it comes down to one thing, general public opinion, but that opinion is based on something. It's based on faith. Does it have to be a God? Does it got to be? No, it's faith in humanity. Faith in right over wrong. Faith in the free market. Faith in voluntary interaction. Faith. Because if you don't have faith in it, you can't plan for the future. There is no future. That's why socialism doesn't work. There's no faith in the future. You can't. They're just going to take it. It's faith in each other, and I'm seeing it resurrect. It is just slapping me in the face as I was trying to encapsulate 23, protect what, what's coming in 24, and I'm telling you, I can't. Because yeah, I know what they want to do. I know what they're going to try yeah. and do. I know all the crap that's going to happen. But what you don't know is how passionate and the resistance is going to, how many tractors are going to happen in Germany? Mm. Then you have their little yeah. children doing their little tractors in support going down the streets, you know, with <laughs> five-year-olds and their little tractor poles, you know. This is this is what I'm, I'm so confident about. Mm. If I had to predict for 24, it is going to be the rise. I just got Anarchapoco. They sent me banner ads for the site, and this is what they look like. I'm like, freedom is rising. You know, it's good. You see this everywhere. And I'm just, I'm so, I'm so confident that what we're seeing is the beginning of something. What do you think it is, James? Uh, yeah, well, thank you for framing it that way. And thank you for snapping me out of it because I was also, you know, I'm thinking towards my, okay, I got to do the 2024 year ahead prediction, kind of like, here's what's going to happen kind of article that I always do to start the year. And yeah, I'm thinking about all the terrible things that they want to, they, them, those want to do. Right. And of course we could name a million of them off the top of our head, but why, why is Mr. James Solutions Watch Corbett focusing on what they, them, those are trying to do and what bad things are going to happen. Who cares? No, the real emphasis is on what we are going to do about it and what not just we, as in, you know, Joe, Joe Sixpack and James Ackermann, but also, as you say, even some people who maybe once considered themselves part of the upper class or the elite or what have you are starting to realize, you know, this system isn't in our favor either. It's actually for a really select few kleptocrats, eugenicists, who are probably going to stab each other in the backs as well on their way down as they take take us all down. Um, So it's not to say the bad things that they, that they, them, those are planning won't happen. It's the, that's not the point. It really is. I mean, I know this is a sick and tired analogy, and maybe I can come up with a better one for my article. But yeah, it's the glass half empty, glass half full. It is half empty, and it is half full. Definitionally, yes. But what do you what do you refer to it as? What do you what? How do you describe it? How do you define that glass? And yeah, we could spend all day talking about the half emptiness of the glass, and never acknowledge the half fullness of the glass. And what? The point of that is, uh, you know, you hit on it with faith, faith, uh, hope, charity, 
These are the things that have been identified for thousands of years as the core kernel of what humanity needs in order to progress. And you're exactly right. That is the one thing that has been absolutely drained out of this generation um, as it exists right now. Faith in the future. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely, yes. And so what's our role? We've got to restore that. that. That has to be a part of the calculus moving forward in 2024. And how would we inspire that? I mean, a lot of times I've been, I tell you what, it's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that have been, you know, uh, birds of a feather flock together. What the hell does that even mean? You know, then you start, you know, what the bleep do we know movie kind of deal. It's what happens is people of like mind eventually find each other and the Mm -hmm. internet does that. People that want to see the kind of information that you put up now can find you. They know it's there. They know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody about something. You know, I I talk to anybody, you know, I I mention you, you know, of course they know who James Corbett is. And if they don't, I don't got time to talk to you. You know, you're too far behind. But the, <laughs> but the uh, uh, there's so much going. We went through the holidays. It was great. Our family, you know, is tight. We're everybody's doing fine. Donna's getting to play grandma. I I I was sick since Saturday. I've been sick, so she's been in town watching grandkids and helping. I'm just been here suffering on the bus, kind of you know taking care of whatever I can do and binge watching whatever you know. But I'm about ninety five percent today. I mean, it was it was bad enough. It wasn't oh my god, I'm gonna die or anything. But um, mm. but um, it was it was time for me to just you know kind of just chill. I needed to take. A a break anyway so i'm like Woo-hoo, i'm sure. sick you know but the uh but it, fortunately it waited till after the holidays <laughs> and i got to spend time with the kids and i haven't been sick for i think once like two years ago during the lockdown i remember and, that yeah you know like 10 years before that or so i mean it's, it's not often that i get sick mm. and uh uh, but it, it was Bob. Well, Bob's son came home sick. He got, I got, man, it went through fast. Boom. Donna, get out of here, you know. So it's been, um, it's been an opportunity for me to sit and think. And, and I just didn't have the energy to write the article like you're talking about. So I made some highlights. I got notes and, you know, an outline. And I'm just, this is so dark. But what yeah. evidence do you have on what's coming? Well, while I was there, some communications with me talking to people, things that you and I and others have inspired. Mm. This power of inspiration and general Mm. public opinion is so, it's what, it's the good news. It's like the Mm. Gospels. It's like, Mm. you know, a religion, a Messiah, Jesus, whatever it is, it is so powerful, it takes down the Roman Empire kind of thing. That's what's coming, and it's a faith in, I, I'm not even sure how to frame it. When you say it's a faith in God, what does that represent? You know, what What do you think it's a faith in? What's the hope? And I know you did your hopium thing, so let's not go yeah. too dark down that path. But, you know, oh, yeah, no, no, no. But, but, I, but that's a good point, because that was part of hopium that I hope people didn't miss, because it was at the end. I guess most people don't watch to the end. But, yeah, I, I tried to make it explicit. When I'm talking about hopium, it's not that I'm dismissing hope itself as a concept. No, in fact, quite the opposite. Hope, genuine, real hope, is 
as I think I said, something like it's the rocket fuel that we use to propel ourselves onto the next stage, onto the next thing. I, yes, we need hope. Um, genuine, real hope. Not this, oh, don't worry, just cast your vote for this political shadow on the cave wall. No, 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 no. Synthetic so, yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what, that's, I mean, it's such a great analogy, not only because it kind of is the play on words, but because it's really, it speaks to something real. That there's, It's the synthetic, oh, you can get this hit of this thing that feels like hope, but it doesn't do it for you. And when you get addicted to that, you are going to become a complete uh, waste of space, essentially. So, yeah, no, that's the dark side. The, the light side is hope and faith. And, yeah, the question is, in what? And I have to admit, when you said faith in humanity, I did pause for a second, because I don't know. Is that what I have faith in human humanity? Because I know humans are flawed and perhaps hopelessly slow. So, but it's not a, it's not in humanity itself, it's but in some their possibility. At, yes. How like something angels. about the An something about the human spirit that I think truly is irrepressible as long as it exists. And that's why I've said for so many years, you know, as long as the human spirit exists in the form that it does, I, I know we will come out of whatever dark side of tyranny uh, happens to envelop us. And that's why I'm always saying, you know, that's why they're trying to change us on the genomic level and everything right. else. To they try have to. Not human. You yeah. know, when you say so. the human spirit, define that. You know what I mean? You're talking about, yeah, faith, faith in why? Humanity, yeah. Humanity's capability. Humanity's mm. demonstration mm. of this thing. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. The human spirit. I, what, what do yeah. you mean? I, th- I mean, look, there are the people who will say that this is all, I mean, it's all an Anglo-Saxon idea and what have you. But I think Locke and people like that were tapping into something that is more primordial. And I know that manifests in different ways in different cultures in different times. And yes, I mean, Asians aren't, you know, quoting the Declaration of Independence and things like this. But there are there are words in there. There are there is something that taps into what I identify as the human spirit. This this yearning for freedom that is what I, I think really unites us, actually unites us as a human community, is freedom and independence. And I know that blows the minds of so many people out there who hear those words and think, oh, you're you're one of these people who thinks that everyone should be an isolated individual living in their little right. cave and whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, I think it's freedom and independence that brings people together in community. And that's the beauty of the market that you were talking about. That again, I'm not sure I have faith in the market, but in what the market represents which is people coming together to, at the very least, even if it is completely and totally self-interest, at the very least, it does bring people together in a way that I have to provide something of value to you so that you will value me in return, so that we can exchange, so that we can grow and live in some form of community. And that's that's something that has kept humanity together for thousands of years that, again, I think is being deliberately broken down with the urbanization of society and the atomization of putting people in little boxes and um, giving them screens so that they never actually interact with other humans. The marketplace. You see, this is the thing. When we talk about the market, the socialist indoctrination has taught us to think of evil, greedy capitalists smoking cigars and something. But no, the marketplace, as in the Agora, was not just a place where you went to just crash commercialism to buy and sell. It was the place you interacted with other people. It's the place where discussion and conversation and exchange of all sorts, intellectual exchange, used to happen. That's why the, the town square and the, the public meeting places was such an important part of human society for thousands of years. But 
Now it's like, no, now the town square is X TikTok, whatever. I mean, it's the simulacrum of the marketplace and it, it does not. I mean, again, it's like hoping it's the synthetic alternative that we have to reject. I want to bring this up. I was sitting here thinking, I'm going, God, where did I see this happiness thing? They were talking about, I go, oh yeah, it was you. You know, I was watching a video where you ask people, okay, you're going to surprise them, you know, give me your thing of happiness. And it was, it was more difficult than I thought, you know, as people were trying to define it. I mean, I know, you know, I give a personal thing, but define, you never gave your Mm. version of happiness, you know? So when you say your pursuit of happiness, you know, to me, it's the pursuit. I mean, you know, it's, you know, whatever. But, you know, it's, um, uh, how would you define happiness? You know, people, they're unhappy. The peasants yeah. are unhappy. I, yeah. They need to be happy. What the hell is that? You know, right. help me. Well, this is the important question, and one that I <laughs> I note, as always, people only ever respond to the title of a video or an article. They never actually respond to the content. So <laughs> a lot of people, uh, presumably, some, some of whom admit they didn't actually watch the video, many of whom probably didn't watch the video, are like, happiness, that's a stupid, childish concept, and we should be... Well, yeah, that's exactly what most of these people were addressing, if you actually listen to it. And what I would address, too, yeah. Now, <laughs> thank you for pointing that out, because I never really did... I, I think my the point that I was trying to make in my introduction was simply that, yeah, listening to the science about how to attain happiness through this or that, what can it tell us about the statistical percentage of this or that activity is nonsense. And we all have a sense of what brings us happiness, however we define that. And so I think it has to be an individual thing. But how would I define happiness? Yeah, it obviously, you know, Neil Oliver is funny because um, he was responding to that right after I had recorded a, an interview with him that aired last summer, actually. And in that course of that interview, as I'm in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm going to spring this happiness question on him after the interview. He started talking about the pursuit of happiness in that interview. And he, um, I don't remember if it was in that interview or something else that I heard of him, where he was talking about the root of that that phrase and how in our day and age we think that means like the you know the pursuit of going to play video games and be happy in that sense or something. But no, that's not what that word really means, and that's not where it comes from. Hap, as in happenstance, as in fortune, as in good or bad things that can happen to you. Happen, happiness, happenstance. These are all related etymologically and. And conceptually, at least in in history, and the pursuit of happiness is the pursuit of your fortune and the ability to go out and choose things and do things and experience life for yourself with all the good and bad that can happen with regards to that. But it's the pursuit. It is the adventure of life that is essentially being a gesture to that I think people don't understand just given the way we read those words right now. And that has something more to do with what happiness means to me. It's about the ability to pursue whatever it is you're going to pursue, the the challenges, the obstacles, the whatever it is that you're trying to do. And I think that's why they, they phrase it that way, the pursuit, you know, of happiness. Yes. And I, and, I, right. and you caused me to think about it for a while in my, you know, fever delirium. You know, mm. that wasn't that bad. I didn't think I had a fever. But the um, I'm sitting here, I'm watching, I'm going, wow, you know, I'm, I'm pretty glib. I'll come up with a good answer. Ask me. Eh, maybe not. Don't ask me. <laughs> but they, but I'm going. You know, it's the pursuit, and I'm going pursuit of what? You know, per, I'm pursuing. What am I pursuing? It's options. It's freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And, exactly. You know, you know, options. 
is the freedom to have options, you know, the freedom to pursue an option, to have a selection. You know, what is it that we, you know, we have in uh, America or in, you know, developing countries probably more than a lot of other places, the freedom to choose, you know? Mm -hmm. So then what do they got to do? The peasants are unhappy. We got to give them, well, at least a illusion of choice. Yeah. You see? So it started, and I'm glad you brought up the epistemology of, um, you know, of hap- happenstance, happiness, everything. That makes it a lot easier for me to understand. I'll rip you off on that one. But the, uh, you know, that really helps me understand or be able to explain um, the pursuit of happiness because happiness is this is okay. I tell you that this was excellent. I was at a League of City and Towns thing. They, you know, got all the uh, towns under their town management, whatever. They had a big six-star resort, Tucson gathering of whatever. So I was invited to go as a guest of uh, assistant mayor or something, you know, because they were Ron Paul, and they wanted me to see how the sausage is made, you know. So I go down there, and it was the opening presentation to open up the whole thing and it was a university of arizona professor that later i had on the show i go oh hell yeah you're coming on declare your independence with ernest hancock because he was talking about the declaration of independence oh well heck i gotta go to that one tell me everything about declaration of independence you know mr uh uh you know professor so he gets up there and he talks about as government it's their responsibility to provide the people with happiness, okay? Mm. Our mm. Your, your pursuit of happiness is a government responsibility. <laughs> and I was like, wow. No. Nope. Wow. Could not miss the par- point any harder. Oh, I, I can't wait to get that guy on the show, man. Bring it, you know? So it was a good conversation. I think he's like, damn it, damn libertarians. They always hate libertarians. <laughs> But the um, but that right there was it was it was in line with what they wanted to accomplish, you know what they wanted, and what was it that they wanted? They wanted the justification for them to screw you. I mean, you know, whatever to to control you. So this pursuit of happiness is and, and, and give the epistemology on that again. You know, you say hap happenstance. Hap, you know, explain that again, will you please? Yeah. All right. Let me just. Let me make sure I'm not talking out of my posterior here. I know I saw this, and I'm beginning to think, uh, I'm going to have to dig it up. Where did I put that? Here it is. I think when I was returning from uh, England on my trip last year, I picked this up for some light airplane reading. And I'm sure, let me just double check this. Yeah, take your time. This is worth the wait. I want to hear happen, happenstance and all of that. Yeah. Uh, hap and happiness. Here we go. Let's forget, guys. Uh, now. Here we go. Steam meditates on misfortunes and meaning. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they by their creator with certain unalienables that among those are these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness from the U.S. Declaration of Independence, 1776. But you already knew that, Ernie. Ah, happiness. Where is she to be found? Doesn't it all, almost seem these days as if the more we have, the less happy we are? We're richer, smarter, have more leisure time and more elaborate entertainments than in any period in history on any place on Earth. And though not yet universal, such advantages are more widely distributed than ever before. We're all doing better and feeling worse, it seems. Consider how uh, when you last went unclothed, unhoused, or without a meal. 
how easily you secured medical, dental, or psychological services when you last needed them. Put your hand in your pocket, and chances are you find a, de- a, a device capable of communicating anywhere around the world, providing innumerable entertainments and distractions at a moment's notice, or securing vast quantities, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we get the point. Everyone should be happy, but they're not. Um, we're promised the right to pursue happiness, and yet we might well wonder what sort of perceived perverted trick is this that the opportunity for bliss is dangled before our eyes then somehow snatched away by our circumstances what a betrayal somebody needs to answer for that surely but before we declare that the universe is against us and start grinding our teeth at men or at god perhaps we should take a more thoughtful look at our expectations in our current age happiness is frequently thought of merely as an emotion a feeling of pleasure resulting from the pleasant alignment of circumstances. And rather than pursuing happiness, we are waiting upon it to be delivered like an Amazon package to our front door. This is common enough, and we have an excuse for it. Hap is an old word meaning chance or circumstance. To have something happen to you is to be the passive experiencer of some external stimulus. And how can a passive experiencer be in any way responsible for the quality of the incoming stimuli? He or she has no control over that. Thus, a person whom fortune favors turns out to be happy. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us at advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective.